Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This podcast is brought to you by Anchor. Are you thinking about doing your own podcast, but you don't know how? Well, have you heard about Anchor? It's actually the platform that I'm hosting through this right now. And yes, it's free. Not only is it free, it's super easy to use. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. And you can even add any song from Spotify directly to your episodes. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and so much more. It's really that easy. And guess what? You can actually make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. That's a big deal. So it's really everything you need in one place to make an amazing podcast. All you have to do is download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Gaming, but it went to this whole diatribe about how gamers aren't even real gamers anymore. He's like, I'm a true gamer. I'm a real gamer. And you know what? If I ever meet these people in real life, I'm going to take my AK-47 and start blasting them. He said, he said I'm going to annihilate them. Annihilate. Yeah. <laughs> And we're really sitting there like, yo, what the fuck? Yo, what what are we supposed to say? Dude, it's so funny, too, because as he's talking to me, I'm in five, four, three, two, one. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Genius Brain Podcast. Uh, for those of you who are new listeners, I always mention this. Don't expect fucking anything from me. All right. <laughs> Every time you come in here with certain expectations, you're like, oh, my God, this guy's such an idiot. I, f- I 
fucking already told you I'm stupid. Just <laughs> how, many, how many times do I have to tell you this, man? I'm telling you, I believe, and I was just talking about this today. Uh, we talk about like uh, cancel culture and like the pendulum. Right. I think we've pushed it so far here. It's swinging right the fuck back right now. Like I think people mm. are so tired of PC shit. Yeah. It's going extremely the other way. How so? Like, I think before, like, I just like even a year ago, it's like, oh, make you can't say this, you can't say that. Right. I think a lot of people are getting sick of those people now. Yeah. Because it, yeah. it got to the point now where you just can't say anything anymore. Mm-hmm. And now people are fucking annoyed. Yeah. I'm annoyed. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, it can't, there's never this idea. And I, and I might have mentioned this before, but I'm going to keep bringing it up. It's the idea of two truths, two things can be true at once. Mm hmm. Everything is so black and white now. And I just don't I'm just kind of sick of it. And I don't want to I don't want to cater to it anymore. Yeah. I just don't want to do it anymore because there's no end to it. There's no end to being like PC. Right? I think we can be respectful. I think we could be mindful. And if somebody's offended by something, allow them to be offended and move on. But just I I don't know. I think I'm fed up. Like I don't yeah. want to do it anymore. I mean, the way people bring it up to like um I mean, some people have literally gotten my DMs and told me to do better, right? Because of some shit. I said, right? But then it's like... Suck my nuts. How about that? who am I? Who do I need to do better for? (laughs) Yeah. And who are you? Yeah. And who are you to tell me? Yeah. And a lot of people just kind of assume that um, if you have a different opinion, it's because you're ignorant. Yes. Or you're arrogant. Or it's because you're stupid. Or because you're old. Or whatever. And I could say the same thing to some fucking snot-nosed college kid trying to tell me what's up. Like... You're in fucking college. You don't know shit about the world, and you think this way because. And I could say the same thing, but and you don't. I don't. I'm just yeah. like, all right. I don't give a fuck about you. I I, I just got a another DM. Um, literally, I have no idea. People are still salty about a Shang Chi review. Oh, I just shat on it again today on JK News yeah. just to just to remind you. And you know what the funny thing is? I'm only tripling down because you're upset. Yeah, because they keep coming at us for it. Yeah. It's like you know what. I don't give a fuck either. Then it it's still not that great in uh, our books. Like also, there's nothing you can say to convince us. And it's just a movie. Yeah, there'll <laughs> like, be sequels. You with we're not like saying we don't want sequels. We're like the sequel better be better. Yeah, and when the yeah. sequel comes out, I'll shit on it again. <laughs> no, 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 no. Like it's funny too because I I had a message where uh, people were like, "Oh, do you hate? Do you hate Simu? Do you hate Aquafina? Do you mm-hmm. hate?" It's like. What are you talking about? I did a movie review. It was like an hour plus long. You went through the whole thing. Like, and that's all you got. Yeah. That, oh, you did that because you hate them. And so because, so they, they see it in their perspective too. This guy spent an hour talking on a movie because he hates Simu. It's like, what? Maybe it's because we love movies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What's the fucking deal? And, you know, just to talk about like Nora. Yeah. Like Nora is dope yeah like if, we, before shang chi we were talking about the uh other movie the the, the farewell the farewell yeah dude if you guys haven't seen nora in the farewell you can see what it means to, when you have somebody give you the right writing the right direction and allowing people to be great actors you'll see that because i think sometimes too with her people might look at her from the lens of these like blockbuster hits they see her from yeah. the, some of the earlier rap stuff that she's done which is dope too but where you get to see how amazing she is and all the accolades that she gained 
from this piece makes sense. Yeah. It's something that kind of, for me anyways, it may not do it for a lot of other people because you guys saw her in the best movie, uh, Crazy Rich Asians. Amazing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but watching her in The Farewell cemented in my mind, no matter, whatever she fucking does, it doesn't matter. You have legacy here. Yeah. She built legacy with that role. And I, the amount of respect that I had for her from that point was, I mean, because I already fucked with her since, but that right there was like, yo, mm. this girl's dope. Doesn't fucking mean I can't say I didn't like the movie that she was in. Yeah. It has nothing to do with anything personal. And by the way, you're like, well, you don't fucking motherfucker. I was at her crib like a, a few months ago. Like, <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, like, look, there are Harrison Ford movies. I hate too. <laughs> like, yep. There are Steven Spielberg movies. I don't like. Mm-hmm. There's look a lot of great artists. Don't they make subjective content. Like, and yeah. you know what? They also don't give a fuck. Exactly. Like what anyone thinks. It's it's meant to be criticized. It's meant to be looked at. I'm not going to walk up to these people in the middle of the street and go, say, hey, hi, my name is David. By the way, fuck your movie. And then walk <laughs> off. I'm not doing that. But this is a podcast and we're discussing about what we like and dislike. Yeah. And I think sometimes, too, negative things are so much easier to attach to than rather to look at the positives. Because we talked about the, the, the choreography, how great it was. Mm. We definitely talked about my personal favorite actor, right, in there, uh, Tony Lung. Yeah. Right? Follow Chen. There was a lot of great things about it. But there were certain things that fell apart. That's all that it is. Can we, should we break it down to a cultural level then? Do you think this is a. It wouldn't fucking help. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's not going to help. But it really, it really wouldn't help at all. Yeah. But I, I also really feel like a lot of the hype crowd are Chinese American kids. Yeah. Right? Chinese American international students. This movie does represent them. Yeah. You know, which is. Great, nope. like fine, you know, but we're not being salty because he wasn't Korean. <laughs> yeah, who the fuck cares, man? Yeah, we're literally talking about because I it's, fuck, it's a film. Listen, I fuck with Asian American creators so much to the point where I fucking I look like Sherry Cola right now. <laughs> <laughs> couldn't find a hat. I couldn't. I couldn't find my other hat, so I have my Hawaii straw hat on, which makes sense because I have my straw hat Luffy hat yeah. uh, shirt on right now. All right. That's how much I fuck with them, right? Where I literally dress up as them and it's not even Halloween. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, fucking Sherry Cola is wild too. Yeah. I'll get her on this podcast too. She's fucking nuts, man. She has that that level ADHD that's just like through the roof. Dude, her she crazy, dude. Mm-hmm. Crazy in the best way possible. Super fucking funny. Very fucking sweet. It's funny too, but you'll see like when she, when she, uh, she talks and we were joking about it on JK News how she has like Hollywood talk now. Yeah. It's like, oh, let's do lunch and shit. I'm like, everybody does that stuff. But that girl's super fucking cool too. Yeah. Also too, like Simu, like I don't, I don't know in person, but he also, he also DM me. Yeah. And it's so funny because he DM me, he goes, hey man, it's all love. And I kind of wanted to say, yeah, no fucking shit. Yeah. You know, like <laughs> I don't hate you guy. But I even, I think for at a certain point, he feels like I hate him too. But it's like, no, you're, 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 this is a podcast topic. You're a hot deal right now. Yeah. We're going to discuss. And just because other people suck your dick only because they want to, I don't know, be in a role with you. <laughs> I don't fucking care. Yeah. I don't owe you shit. I can only give you a fair shake in an opinion-based topic. You know, and I just wrote back to him. I was like, hey, bro, appreciate it. I was like, you got a lot of weight on your shoulders. Just keep killing it. Yeah, That's it. Yeah. What else? What else, what else do you want from me? I think it's because people think like, look. We talked about it last time about people living in this social media universe. Yeah. I think in that universe, you two guys are like mortal enemies. Uh, <laughs> and yeah. all these people, all the team Simu are just fucking bashing you about like, oh, you're so jealous of him and his success and his 
fame. And I, like, I, you know, guys, what? I'm so jealous, dude. I'm, I'm so fucking jealous right now, man. Why? I'm, I'm crying every fucking night, yeah. man. I want China to do a, an article about me, how ugly I am. I wish. <laughs> I, want Korea, I want there to be a Korean journalist to be like, why the fuck was he in Gook? He's yeah. so ugly. <laughs> Like, Gook gets banned in Korea because yeah. like, it's like no, there's man. a bad representation of Koreans. I think here's the thing too. It's like it's, when we talk about this idea of you want to be able to judge everybody else, right? But you don't want to be judged yourself. That's not how it fucking works. Yeah, Art is highly subjective. People are allowed to not like it. People are also allowed to dislike it. And you should be okay with the fact that somebody has a differing opinion than yours. Mm. I, I'm telling you right now, the biggest thing that people don't understand is that Two things can be true at once and it fucks people up the most, right? Because right? we only think in black and white. We only think that if this is true, this can't be true. A majority of the things in life are never fucking like that, right? Yeah. I'm going to say like just, I don't call it like fucking baby shit mm -hmm. where it's just this like stunted idea of like idealism of the way the world should be. And I'm going to act like you know, that my ideal world exists. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like you're going to comb in the, there with your idealism and get assaulted. Idealism gets you fucked, dude. Yeah. It gets you fucked because it allows you to be disappointed with certain things that disappointment is supposed to be there. Mm. They go, it didn't turn out the way that I thought it was going to. Yeah, you fucking dream wad. Like, yeah. of course not. <laughs> things yeah. happen. And um, you have to adjust. Yeah. I mean, how many people move to LA and they're like, this is not what I thought it was either. <laughs> to some people, LA is a different country too. <laughs> Dude, when some people, when they come into the city, they go, what the fuck? I thought it was so much cleaner. Yeah. Like, I saw somebody smoke, suck dick for crap yeah. yesterday. It's like, yeah, no shit. You went to Skid Row, you jackass. Yeah. Like, like, what are you talking about? Of course. And the weirdest thing that I always hear from people who transplant to this city, and this is the most obnoxious thing, they go... God, you know what? Like people in this city here, they're so fucking fake. They're just here to network. And I go, oh, where are you here for? I'm here to network. <laughs> <laughs> like, excuse me? Yeah, the reason why people come to LA is to follow their dreams. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, Yo, hold, hold on a second. You are upset at people because they don't want to be your friend, even though you approach them because you can gain something from them. And then you caught feelings and wanted to be their friends. And now you're fucking mad at them. Yeah. How dare you? You're a piece of shit. Yeah, I think people just get the totally wrong idea, like as if they get one gig and then that's it. I'll make it big time or some shit, right? And it's like, nah, you, you're going to need a second job. <laughs> Dude, it, it's rough out here too. One of the biggest things that I'm running into now is that people, there, there was an issue where people used to undervalue themselves. People overvalue themselves now. Mm. Their whole life and their mantra is based on fucking meme culture. Yeah, You know what? When you wake up, you're worth it. <laughs> when, you, when you wake up, and let me tell you something, your shit, it does not stink. Like, yeah. this is the type of stuff that they believe, right? I believe that you should be able to gas yourself up. That's great. But you also have to live in the real world. Mm. They believe, and listen, I, I think it has to do with a lot of like the socialist rhetoric where they believe that they deserve a little bit of everything no matter fucking what. Mm. And it's, doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't make sense. You know, yeah. they are overvaluing themselves and now they're getting caught up in this idea of they're always getting gypped at every single fucking corner. Yeah. Right. One of the greatest things that I saw was this is actually true. This is this is one of those things where two things can be true. Right. Have you heard of that TikTok song where it goes, it costs that much because it costs me because it takes me fucking hours and they're doing what they're doing. And it's like a funny song uh -huh. because they're showing the craft and time that it takes for them to create something. And the song is making 
fun of people who ask shit for free. Yeah. Right. Yeah. They're like exposure doesn't pay the bills. Yeah. Blah 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 blah. I 100% agree. However, there's nuance to that. Yeah. There's no fucking way that as of right now, Nike comes up to me, right, and they go, "Hey, I want to put you into a into a couple of ads, and we can only pay you a hundred bucks, but." It's great exposure, and I'm not known at all. Mm-hmm. I'm taking that fucking thing. Oh yeah, of course. I mean that that speaking on like who depends on mm-hmm. who it is, right? Exactly. If it is Nike, but if you're like you know a fucking boba spot, you know somewhere around the corner, it's like come on, man. Exposure matters. Yeah, like like help help you know help a photographer get their due. Like if if you're just a couple um, getting married and then you're offering exposure, <laughs> what? Who the fuck are you and why is your wedding so exactly. important? It depends. Yeah. It 100% depends. So no, that's not 100% true. And that's just an example of two things can be true yeah. at once. There are a lot of people who try to take advantage of small businesses and people who work hard on their craft. But if you can't, if you don't see the value of attaching yourself to a name that's bigger than yours that allows you to reach a bigger clientele, mm. there's, a, there's, a, there's a medium of this. It's like, hey, I would love to, but I need to cover my costs. So can we do that half price? And then, yeah, I'll take the exposure too. Yeah. Why the fuck not? Mm. So don't don't look down on exposure and kind of attaching yourself to bigger names because it will help you out in the long run. But if you only think in that simple binary sense of this is right and this is wrong, you're never going to get anywhere. Yeah, It's not. I did so much free shit in the beginning and I still do free shit now. And guess what? It turns out to be very fucking beneficial. A lot of doors has opened up for me because I did stuff for quote unquote exposure yeah. and it worked out for me. Oh, yeah. Uh, the first half of my career was just free shit. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> I was trying to get a name out there, and you know, yeah, it worked. It worked. Um, only up until I needed to pay my bills, of course. Their mm-hmm. exposure only goes so far. Um, in my experience, where um, yeah, like oh my god, there. So I, um, someone asked me to. This happens all the time. Someone asked me to do their wedding video, mm-hmm. and to give them a friend discount. <laughs> even though you didn't offer it they go yeah. can i get a friend discount it's yeah. like, i didn't even offer one bro yeah but then where i'm like nah i, I can't really do a friend discount right now like because he was offering like 150 bucks and i'm just like for a mm, wedding video yeah. nah right this podcast angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well i absolutely love this because you know if you own a home it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. My lovely genius brain farts. This podcast is brought to you by Fume. Ever tried to break a bad habit and felt like you're climbing Everest and flip-flops? Yeah, we've been there too. But here's a breath of fresh air. Fume. It's not about giving up. It's about switching up, baby. 
perfume takes your habit and simply makes it better, healthier, and a whole lot more enjoyable. What is Fume, you ask? Fume is an innovative, award-winning flavored air device that does just that. Instead of vapor, Fume uses flavored air. Instead of electronics, Fume is completely natural. And instead of harmful chemicals, Fume uses delicious flavors. You get it. Instead of bad, Fume is good. It's a habit you're free to enjoy that makes replacing your bad habit easy. I keep one in my car just because I'm a fidgety guy. And guess what? I'd be puffing on that delicious herbal tea vapor, my friends. Nothing bad for you in there. And definitely, definitely fun to use. My friends, start the year off right with the good habit by going to tryfume.com slash genius and getting the journey pack today. Fume is giving the listeners of the show 10% off when they use my code genius to help make starting the good habit that much easier. Start the good habit at tryfume.com slash genius to save 10% off the journey pack today. Hey all, it's David So, and if you want to listen to Genius Brain without ads, now you can. Just go to geniusbrain.supercast.com or click the link in the episode description and you can get a one-week preview of the ad-free version for free. You'll get ad-free listening to the show. You can listen on almost any podcasting app and you'll be supporting my show too. That's geniusbrain.supercast.com. Thanks. Cast is brought to you by Stance, my friends. Remember every freaking holiday when relatives would give you clothing or socks or whatever that you would never wear well guess what screw them huh they didn't get you anything from stance i love stance socks they got so many different designs i'm talking about the office i'm talking about wu-tang jill perkins disney barbie marvel bob marley major league baseball and the best thing about this stuff not only does it look fucking dope it feels even better all my socks be Stan socks, homie. Stan socks, stance boxers, you you best believe it. And I've heard about stance for a long time, and I've had their stuff for actually quite a while, even before the sponsorship. So it, it kids me. It's fate, my friends, that they knew that I'd be fucking with their socks heavy, so they're like, I fuck with Genius Brain Podcast. But listen, for the holidays, get yourself some stance socks. You know you're trying to keep them toes warm. You know that you're trying to keep them booty nice and soft with them silky-ass underwears. And guess what? All I got is Stance socks and Stance underwears. Stance has the perfect gift for every punk and poet on your list. Go see for yourself. It's easy. Just head on over to Stance.com and pick out some styles you think they might like. Enjoy the color and comfort of a life less ordinary with Stance, my friends. But the hilarious part about that is how many people don't invite me to their wedding because I won't do their wedding video. Hilarious. Wait, why do you want a friend discount, but I'm not friend enough to even be invited to the wedding? <laughs> I gotta tell you how many times that's happened. All oh, you fucking Washington, Seattle, Tacoma people, fuck you guys, dude. All you motherfuckers that get married up there, fuck you. Like, I'm saying it right in the camera, fuck all you married couples thinking you can pay a hundred bucks for a fucking wedding video. Dude, the fucking audacity. They go, hey man, we're really good friends, so yeah. can you hook me up with this discount? It's like, hey, I can't do it. Alright, well, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, oh, I'm, I can probably say one or two people, like, invited me because like that happened where I'm like, ah, I can't, I don't want to do a wedding video or I can't do it for wedding discount. Wedding videos, by the way, are fucking hard. They're hard, but, and then they were like, that's ah, alright, you remember, I just want you to be there. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> Like, really? <laughs> where it really meant something. Like, yeah, there was a real relationship between where we can actually talk about discounts or friends or whatever, all that shit. I have a handful of times. I told about this other time, but it was like a few years back. But somebody who I haven't talked to in fucking years mm. hits me up and they see that I married a couple of people. 
I don't even know where this number is from, right? <laughs> but I see the uh, the same area code, the Sacramento area code. Yeah. Pick it up. They go, hey, what's up, bro? It's me, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, oh, shit. It's been a hot second. Haven't talked to this motherfucker in years. We're chopping up. He goes, dude, I'm actually getting married. Um, I saw you've been marrying people. Like, can you come out and marry uh, me and my, uh, me and my, you know, my fiance? I was like, <laughs> and by the way, I'm a lot more tactful in the way that I speak now. <laughs> Six, seven years ago, I w- it was not the case. Yeah. <laughs> and I literally said to this fool, I go, I have never even met your fucking fiance. Why the <laughs> fuck would I marry you two? You're going to go up there. It's like, hey, I grew up with this guy. No, I'm, I have no idea who the fuck you are. Anyway, exactly. Let me talk about my boy. here. <laughs> exactly. And he goes, oh, man, I just saw that you were doing it. I was like, cool. It's $10,000. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. I was like, oh, I thought, you know, it was like, we're homies. You go hook it up. I'm like, I literally said to him, I was like, don't ever ask me for a fucking favor. When I haven't talked to you in years, I was like, are you fucking kidding me right now? Yeah. He's like kind of laughing super awkward. I was like, no, I'm, I'm for reals. Like legit damn near almost a decade i haven't fucking talked to you and you're asking me for a fucking favor i was like dog no hello no hi by the way i know you came to la quite a few times when i first started out you never hit me up yeah. <laughs> so what the fuck so even if you did him that favor how is he gonna repay it yeah <laughs> how would you repay this favor back to yeah. me hmm? hey I, I got you a plate and a seat at the reception <laughs> yeah <laughs> At that Thanks. time, too, this fool was like in law school. He didn't even graduate. You don't even have a fucking job, you dweeb. Yes, Shut the I, fuck up. I will represent you if you ever get in trouble, man. Yeah, <laughs> like, represent my know. nuts, bitch. <laughs> like the audacity of some people. It's like, yeah, of course I married my other really close friends because guess what? We're really close. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And I did that begrudgingly. I didn't want to do it. <laughs> you know, but because I care about them, I did it for them. And if it was hard for people I love, guess how hard it is for me to do one for you? Yeah. By the way, he didn't get married here. I think he got married out in like uh, in Portland. Wasn't going to pay right. for stay or flight. Wow. And even like if you if you were that tight with him, would you want to go to that wedding? <laughs> Absolutely. And he doesn't want me there either because you give me a fucking mic. I would rip him a yeah. fucking new one. This dude has lost their mind. But this is what I'm saying. It's like even people overvalue their friendships and bonds with people. Mm-hmm. They go, oh, just because we have time together, I should be able to ask this favor. Guess what? I've known you for eight years. You weren't even that close to me. Yeah. Even eight years ago, we weren't that close. Yeah. So why would you think that you could ask that? And guess what? This motherfucker went around telling other people, like, oh, this guy's such an asshole. He's Mr. Hollywood now. But thank God I have really good friends because they're like, dog, you don't even kick it with David. Yeah. Why would you fucking ask him? <laughs> So I have good Dude. people around me. At least they roasted him back. They're like, oh, you know, it's like, but we you know we fucking like kicked it in the same circle. They go, nah, you should know him. He's not going to do that shit. And it's like nobody, none of us in our friend circle would even ask him to. Yeah. Right. Because even for like, okay, when I get married, none of my friends are working. Yeah. You're just going to come and you're going to enjoy life unless you're hurting for money and you want me to hire you mm-hmm. yeah. yeah i'll i'll hire you then but there's no fucking way i'm gonna hire my friends out at my wedding to do work no you're gonna come and have fun yeah that's what it is i don't I, if my friends do music video whatever unless they want to do it for me then you can but i prefer people just to come and have fun mm. like I, I might even have a rule you're not allowed to vlog yeah <laughs> you guys have good. to interact and have fun if you fucking vlog i want you not to come to my wedding yeah because it's just it's just now like people just do things so transactionally in that type of case where we don't have fun anymore like when's the last time like people have ever sat down and just enjoyed each other's presence outside of like i guess like the entertainment circle yeah right it's 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 weird 
I think they might feel weird because they don't have a camera on them either. Yeah, right? I feel weird sometimes, man. Because <laughs> everybody's but, vlogging these moments, and yeah. then like the moment will pass, and a day later, I'm like, I should have filmed that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, that should have been something really fun to film, but it's just hard to think like that. Yeah, sometimes you just have to let life be. Mm-hmm. And just enjoy it for what it is. I think um, we've been caught up so much. Like we, we like I said, the social media universe. Um, we tend to allow it to run the way we live our reality mm-hmm. sometimes, and that's why you know people have these preconceived notions about us or you especially. But I think people just need to fucking step outside. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe maybe we need an apocalypse. You know, where the power runs out and we're just. We don't have no internet and we just kind of have to understand what life is like. Yeah. And that's why I sometimes have like these, I have so many weird like fan interaction stories. It Like 99% of people who, you know, watched me growing up, they're really fucking cool. Yeah. Super fucking cool. But that 1%, <laughs> that when they get weird, they get fucking weird, dude. Yeah. You know what? We could talk about when that happened. Okay. It's been a while. Yeah, okay. I'll talk about this one. All right. right. This is so for the longest time, I didn't want to tell the story because I actually feared for my life. Yeah. Yeah. It's some safety concerns. And I know you motherfuckers think I make up these stories, but when I have somebody there, Ed was there. Yeah. <clears throat> I cannot make this shit up. <laughs> and I know people love these like crazy fan stories. So I'm not going to go into too many details because I'm still a little scared, yeah. but I was at an event, right? I had a meet and greet. I'm there. If people know if they came to my meet and greets, I'm there to chop it up with people. I'm here to talk. And most of the interactions are great. So this is before Ed got there. So Ed came a little bit later. So I'm, I'm talking to a couple of girls who, who came out and we're chopping up, having a good time. And I, all of a sudden I hear in the corner, oh my God, <laughs> am I fucking God? Is that David So? <laughs> I look back. I'm like, in my mind, I'm like, hey, bro, shut the fuck up. Yeah, it's like, I think everyone knows. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, there's other people there who don't know who I am. And he's yeah. just causing this big fucking scene. I'm like, all right, bro. Hey, I- I'm going to talk to you in a second. <laughs> in a second. So I go off. <clears throat> I have a conversation with this guy. He starts rambling to me for like, 20 minutes yeah <laughs> and here's the crazy thing when people watch the content that i create or anybody if you're a fan of theirs you know a lot of things but you don't start listing off everything you know about a person <laughs> this guy knows new stuff about me that even i forgot about because <laughs> you like mentioned it once yeah. a year ago on a podcast he just starts going on a diatribe about my a list of everything that i've done for damn near 20 to 30 minutes so two girls I wa- they, were, they wanted to say hi, so I walked up to them. I was like, hold on a second. Hey, man, it was great talking to you. I walked over and I started talking to these two girls. Yeah. They knew how uncomfortable I was. <laughs> they go, he's freaking you out right now. I was like, yes. Can you just talk to me for about like 20 minutes? And then just he'll probably wait and calm down. So I was chopping it up, talking whatever, whatever, whatnot. And lo and behold, Ed comes in. When, when I came up, I walked across the street and he came up to me and did the same thing. Yo! Ed Park. I was like, uh, I, I, I don't know. I didn't have it in my mind that this was a meet and greet. Yeah. Because I, I was there for the. And then I was like, oh, yeah. Uh, hey, how do I delete need- that out? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Cut that part out. But I was like, oh, hey, what's up? You know, like, um, you know, how's it going or whatever. And then he said, dude, 
I'm trying to talk to David, but these two bitches are taking up all his time, bro. <laughs> It's like, I think they can hear you. He's saying it at the top of his fucking lungs as these two girls are right next to me. And they heard it, too. And they're kind of like, motherfucker, call me a bitch. (laughs) (laughs) If I could describe what he looked like, he looked like a titan from from Attack (laughs) Attack on Titan. Titan. (laughs) He looked like a fucking titan. And if you you ever meet this person, you'll know by the size of his tiny little hands. He had these raccoon hands. The smallest... You know, you know the the shit when you see like people have the the Trump hands and they put the the, the hand on the finger. Yeah. That's what his hands look like. Like when he said, "Oh my gosh," and he covered half his fa- face, he'd only covered a quarter of that, yeah. just his lips because his hands were so small. He looked like a fucking titan. Oh god, freaking the fuck out. So I go and get myself a meal, and I sit down by myself, and I'm minding my own business. You're gonna do your own thing, and I'm just chilling. And he comes and sits next to me. Like, there's table, open tables. I'm minding my business. And he comes and sits at the table I'm sitting in. I'm like, uh, okay. And then he, he starts telling me about my life. About what he heard about what I was talking about on the podcast. And every like, detail. Every detail. And he's like, yeah, dude, because, you know, you're just like your dad. And I'm like, yo. <laughs> Yo, wait a minute. It's like, you grew up in Tacoma? He's like, yo, I, I know all about that area in Federal Way. And I'm like, do you? Because most people don't. Yeah, most people don't. And I was getting a little weirded out. But in my head, I didn't know what to do except <coughs> just just uh, pander to him. Just be like, oh, yeah, yeah, uh-huh, okay, yeah. And and this guy, by the way, just to his credit, means really well. Oh, yeah. Right? But I think his social acuity is very low. <laughs> Because there was a there there was a black gentleman sitting next to me, and he's like, "Yeah, my mom can be such a bitch because she's just like hanging out with her boyfriend all the time." And I told him I was coming out here to this neighborhood, you know. And then she's she's like, "What? Why are you going out there? There's so many black people." And I was like, "Holy looked over my shoulder shit. to that dude, like, Yo, I don't know him. I'm, I'm pretty sorry. sure. Yeah, like I'm not. I wanted to disassociate. I wanted to hide in a hole." I was like, yo, like, why are you bringing this to me? Dude, he's rambling on. And so I'm still talking to these girls. I'm talking about 20 minutes past. Yeah. And I'm assuming that after we meet, we have a conversation. After a meet and greet, you kind of go on your way. Mm. So I look over and I see him just talking your fucking ear off. And I felt so bad. <laughs> now, at this point, I could have just left that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I needed saving. Yeah. I needed saving. And I could see just how uncomfortable you were. So I was like, hey, thank you guys so much. I thank the two girls. I went over and I was sitting next to Ed. And this guy, we're sitting down at this table. He's hovering and asks, <laughs> can I sit next to you guys? And okay. At this point, by the way, because he kind of gave me signs of psychosis, I was a little scared. Yeah. I felt very uncomfortable. I'm talking about just him screaming at the top of his lungs in front of a group of people, calling people stupid bitches. I'm over here trying to hang out with David, but these stupid bitches won't leave. I'm like, holy (laughs) shit. This dude is flamboyant and angry as fuck. I've never had cringe sustained for so long. Yes. So ask if he could sit down. What am I going to say? No. Yeah. Am I going to say, fuck you? No. No, because he'll kill me. (laughs) So I'm thinking, okay, the Titan is angry. He's going to eat me. (laughs) He's not a small guy. No. He he has like, he literally has like. He was barrel chested. 
but then it kind of like atrophied towards yeah. his hands. <laughs> like, Gigantic head. Yeah. <laughs> it's like all the nutrients from his hands went to his face. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so he starts rambling on. Now, this is where it gets really weird. So he's sitting here. He comes up to me, puts his hands on me, and he says, you and I are exactly the same. <laughs> he said, we're the same people. <laughs> With his clammy, tiny hands, he said, we're the same people. Everybody's so fucking stupid, and they just don't fucking know it. He's and like, I get you. I know you. And in my <laughs> mind, I'm like, you and I are not the same. Yeah. <laughs> we are very fucking different. And by the way, I do believe he's very like, this is how odd it was. When usually what I do to try to signal like, hey, thank you for coming through. I shake somebody's hands. Mm-hmm. He retracted he really his hands retracted and his put hands. it behind his back. He would not let me shake his hands. Yeah, the signal to go. Yeah, he goes, no, I'm not accepting it whatsoever. Or he didn't want me to realize how tiny his hands were. Yeah, <laughs> either or. Yeah. This podcast is brought to you by Raycon, my friends. Raycon wireless earbuds are the shit. You guys know I've been using Raycons for just about everything, jogging, working out, boxing, kickboxing, biking, you name it, conference calls. My friends, if you have not had yourself a pair of the everyday earbuds, you are missing out. With seamless Bluetooth pairing and a comfortable noise isolating fit, you can start listening right away and keep listening for hours. My friends, the new everyday earbuds come with three new sound profiles to make sure everything you're listening to sounds its best with just the right amount of bass. My best friend Mike Tyson even thinks so himself mike what do you think about the earbuds um hey man listen so um i've had these earbuds for like i say about a couple of days and it just it's 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 ethereal it's light it's slim it's it's fast it's quick it's monstrous you can't believe the sound quality and it's amazing all praise be to allah all right thanks mike i appreciate no hey man listen i'm not done yet let me just say mike you could just okay thanks thanks a lot this guy's so needy, man. He loves me so much. Best friends, right? Go to buyraycon.com slash brain today to unlock exclusive deals up to 20% off your Raycon order. But hurry, this offer is available for a limited time only and you don't want to miss it. That's buyraycon.com slash brain to unlock up to 20% off your Raycons. Buyraycon.com slash brain. But once he again, kept going. Once again, I still think that he's deep down a really good guy. Yeah. He just doesn't understand social cues. I didn't boundaries, boundaries, the boundaries. And by the way, too, if it was somebody who was an asshole, I would have told him to fuck off. But he's not an asshole. He just scares me. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) there's a difference. It it, it seemed (laughs) like his end goal was for you to be like, you know what, dude, you should come on the podcast. Yes. It's like he wanted us to be best friends. Yeah, he was talking as if there were mics all around us. Mm -hmm. Like he was creating content right there for us. And then he brought up how he's a true gamer, right? <laughs> Dude, this part was where I'm like, this is enough. Yeah. I'm going to die. So he was talking about how it was like something along like it started with the idea of like Twitch streamers and then gaming. But it went to this whole diatribe about how gamers aren't even real gamers anymore. He's like, I'm a true gamer. I'm a real gamer. And you know what? If I ever meet these people in real life, I'm going to take my AK-47 and start blasting them. He said, he said, I'm going to annihilate. Annihilate. Them. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and we're, we're just sitting there like, yo, what the fuck? Yeah, what what are we supposed to say? Dude, it's so funny too because as he's talking to me, I'm going through my phone, right? Just like <laughs> flipping through my phone because I don't – he's literally talking to me to no end. 
yeah. about people he hates, how we're, <laughs> how we're fucking kindred souls, his Chinese girlfriend. Right. <laughs> That's right. Oh, yeah. yeah and he, he does was, not have a girlfriend. Yeah. And he was trying to talk about, he would drop all these like uh, Korean restaurants oh, down, like God. try to be like oh. with it or whatever. By the way, the thing that creeped me out the most, he knows everywhere that I lived. Right. Everywhere that I've lived. Sometimes you're like, am I saying too much on this podcast? Yeah. I, had to think about, I don't think I mentioned that place. Yeah. This motherfucker said, I can't believe I haven't ran into you because every weekend I go to every spot that you've been to and I haven't seen you once. What? what? He's like following behind you. Yeah. Like, Plus, following yeah. Because if I met you, I would have definitely recognized you. Yeah. His he, I was creeped the fuck out. And then once again, I still don't think he's a bad person. No, he didn't. He wasn't threatening. No, at all. Until until it was, he he was saying like some wild shit, right? Like I I never felt unsafe until he was talking violent. <laughs> the yeah. the gun shit and blasting yeah. people. And so as I'm on my phone, I literally text Ed. I'm like, hey, uh, I'm gonna say that we have we have to go because we have we have a meeting. <laughs> And so I'm like, oh, man, look at the time. <laughs> oh, man, I got to get out of here. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. He scared me away from my own meet and greet. <laughs> yeah, there probably was like a bunch of people waiting to meet you. And yep. you're like, bye. Like, just drove I, away. And I'm just, yeah, I got your guy. And it's like, oh, cool, thanks. So after I leave, I had a couple of buddies who were still there. I was like, hey, is there somebody who's a little odd there, right? And they start going, you talking about the giant guy with tiny hands? <laughs> Like they knew. <laughs> they knew right off the bat. So Ed and I went to go eat somewhere else and we left for a whole fucking hour. And he was there for another about another like 30 or 40 minutes, pacing back and forth, going to every store that was in the in the vicinity, looking for me. Yeah, he was they were saying that they were like he was checking inside and looking through the windows, like literally around every nook and cranny, like as if you're hiding from him. I thought Which he you was, were. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I think he knew. I thought he was going to fucking kill me. Yeah. And then he was like, I'll be here tomorrow too. I'll see you then. It's like, man, you're fucking up my whole shit, bro. I know. <laughs> and like I said, like, I appreciate the support. He has definitely seen everything I've done because he he went through a three-hour list of all the videos he saw. Yeah. Quoting my videos from like eight to ten years ago. Like, you remember that time you said like, what? No, <laughs> I don't. Because those are called rants. And you just say whatever the fuck is on your yeah, mind. Yeah, it was like that vlog number 270-something from November whatever date yes. 2016. Like, what? <laughs> he would know the, the vlog number. Yeah. Which was so insane. Once again, very appreciative. But I wish he wouldn't have threatened <laughs> to kill people. It's the scariest thing I've ever went through. In my, I, my, I've never had my ass sweat like that. <laughs> I legit thought that oh this is where I die. <laughs> this could be it. This is this is it. Because there was a there was a YouTuber who had a I, I forgot Christina Grimmy or something like mm. that was her name, but she had a meet and greet and a craze fan killed her. Mm. <clears throat> I might have read about something like that. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was a while ago, but yeah, that shit probably shook everybody in the space. Yeah. yeah, shit's real out here, man. Like everybody thinks things are fun and games until you meet that crazy person, you know, denoting your vlog number. Yeah, and then. <laughs> Next thing you know, they want a piece of you and you fucking die. Yeah. I do not take shit like that very lightly. The moment you have a conversation, you say, I'm going to get my AK-47 and I'm going to blast everybody. Dude, you're going to be the next Selena. 
Yeah, he's going to be the president of your fan club. Next thing you know, you got a bullet in your spine. Yeah, you know. <laughs> and, I've, and I've definitely dealt with people who I have so many weird fucking fan stories. And I think it's also because I'm like hyper friendly to people who support me. Mm. Because for me too, as much as it, is, as it is for them to see somebody that they've watched, I also like to meet people who have allowed me to have the career that I have. Yeah. Like it's out of appreciation. So when they say hi <clears throat> and you're normal about your shit, like we'll have like a two, three minute conversation just for me to say what's up. Yeah. Just know when the fuck to bounce, right? We'll have a dope, we'll have our moment. We we fucking touch a uh, dick tip. <laughs> and then boom, I'm out, it's baby. Like, hey, that was special. Just remember it for the rest of your life. All exactly. Right? Goodbye. <laughs> and then we both move on and we're very fucking happy. Yeah. Right? It's the moment when you sit here and you try to just take up all of my time and tell me how I should be, what I should do. This gets really weird. Yeah. And I've had a lot of these moments. And I've talked about that moment too where I was taking a photo with the fan. This dude literally grabbed my fucking ass. He <laughs> eagle clawed my butt cheeks. Because <laughs> he thought it was funny. He thought it was funny. What oh, did I God. do? I looked at him and I slapped him upside his head fucking full force. Yeah. I was like, don't ever put your fucking hands on me like that. Hashtag me too. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. I do not consent. <laughs> But you know, like at the end of the like, and also obviously too, like there was other kids there too. They're like, "What the fuck are you doing, dude? Like, why would you do that?" Yeah, he's just like trying to be funny. But bro, you just fucking harass me, you jackass. Yeah, like because I also imagine too, it's like you would never do that if it was a woman. You wouldn't mm-hmm. do that to anybody else. But because you think that I am an object of your humor, you get to treat me like that. Yeah, no, 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 no. I'm a person, right? Yeah. You're a person. You and I are on both equal grounds. Treat me with respect. That's all. Yeah, and then let's have fun. Let's talk. Let's chop it up. I've even met people who are fans, and we became great friends after. Yeah. But it's very few and far between, and it's something that we had that we connected and we clicked with. It doesn't happen often. I have friends, so I don't meet people hoping that we're going to create a, a great new bond. Sometimes it happens. Sometimes it doesn't. Yeah. Most of the times it won't. Yeah. But like the idea that you can come into somebody's space and feel like, "Hey, I own you," bothers me. <laughs> and that guy was going to chop me up and kill me. Yeah. If if he couldn't have you, nobody can. Right? Seriously, these stupid like bitches. <laughs> and by the way, flamboyant. I didn't when he when he threw out the thing that he had a girlfriend threw me off a bit. Yeah. I was like, oh, I I, I mean, maybe wrong for me to assume, but the tiny hand motions. Yes, got I think I think it was because you you can get a sense there was a sense, like a little bit of insecurity. Like he knew his hands were a little small, so I'd always catch him kind of like hiding his hand behind his back a little. Mm. But even when you, you reached out to shake it, it was a little like limp-wristed, like a sloppy fish kind of thing. Like, dude, like um, just come here, just stand up for yourself, be yourself, you get your opportunity and then like live your life, man. Like David is not a part of your life. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I just, I didn't know what to do or say like at that moment because I've, I've never experienced that. I never had somebody threaten to kill people in front of me like that. <laughs> yeah. How fucking insane. And all I could think about was like the Christina Grimmie thing. It's yeah. Like, this is, I'm going to die. Yeah. I'm going to fucking die here. Like perhaps <clears throat> maybe in his his mind, he thought this was a joke, but it's like, yo, uh, I, I don't think so, man. <laughs> this isn't I, remotely funny. I used to kick it in, neighbor, in neighborhoods and people who are hardened criminals that have killed people. And even they didn't scare me as much as this guy did. Yeah, they, they don't like joke about killing. Yeah. Because when they say they're going to kill, they mean it. Yeah. Right? <laughs> I, it just, I will. 
I will forever remember his face and those tiny little raccoon hands. Yeah, it's, it's bit stalkerish. <laughs> yeah, man, and I, some, uh, that's why I feel scared for some of these girls. Like mm. when they're out there, like they're these type of dudes exist. They're so fucking creepy. They feel like they can own them and do whatever the fuck they want. Look, yo, straight up big facts. If you guys are out in New York, you guys know what the fuck I'm talking about. We're talking about some of these like African Haitian dudes. Yeah. Like you see the way that they talk to women out in New York. It's wild. I've seen how they talk to them in Haiti. I was in Haiti. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> Dog, it's the most aggressive shit I've ever yeah. seen in my life. And Aerie Spears used to have this bit about it, and I was crying laughing because of how truthful it was. Mm. It's like, you're a woman. If I ask you to come, come here. Yeah. Why the fuck are you walking away? Yeah. What do you? And obviously, I'm, I don't know how to do New York accent, but that's the shit that I would see. And obviously, they have a thick African accent with it. I'm like, yo, what the fuck? What made you think that was going to work? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, I saw it in New York and I was shocked. Yeah, I was in Port-au-Prince, Haiti, and um, we were just out getting a meal late at night. And yeah, uh, a dude came up to one of the girls we were with. And we, we're clearly a bunch of dudes with a couple of these girls. And this guy had no shame, no fear. It was like, hey, you like big dick? <laughs> Straight up. <laughs> <laughs> Because he was like, because I got a big dick. <laughs> and we're like, yo, what? <laughs> we're kind of taken aback. And he was just like, but he, and he turned to us and he was super friendly with us. <laughs> what the hell? Yeah, he, and he goes like, do you believe in the Lord? <laughs> I want you to come here and then talk about God to them. It's like, hey, I'm here as a missionary. Like, yeah. isn't yeah. that much? <laughs> And he's looking at this woman, get from here. I don't care. If you don't touch my dick, I want you to die. Anyways, <laughs> do you believe in the Lord? Yeah. <laughs> like, like, what the fuck is this shit? Yeah, it's wild out there too, man. And they're always like, obviously this is, we're not making a general sweeping statement. I'm talking about some shit that I saw that I've never witnessed in my life. And even like some of my um, friends who are like middle eastern like they say like these traditional like middle eastern sometimes like they're like middle eastern armenian friends yeah like they're all the older generation are like that too mm. it's just like the how they view women is so fucking different oh oh yeah um even in iraq um sky um you look like uh what's his name joey from friends yeah. <laughs> yeah in iraq he invited us over to his house to have dinner with his family and we get in there he's like hey this is my little brother and he's an infant and this guy's like late 20s right it's like this is my brother this is my <clears> brother <throat> this is my mom and then and it's a like huge family but then he had the, like his father who was looked like he was in his 70s and in that household this man had three wives <laughs> that's why he had so many brothers and sisters and it's just completely normal for him to have three different moms <laughs> what the fuck yeah so it's just <laughs> different Different cultures, different shapes, different waves, all of that shit. <coughs> when I was out in Glendale, this is my first taste of like, oh shit. Oops. Well, whatever. I just wasted a bunch of wine. Um, of like some, obviously not all men are like this, but like really like toxically masculine, like Armenian men. Like they just run shit very differently and how they speak to people. Mm. Very, uh, feels like almost every Russian are almost every Armenian dude I've met seemed like they were in the Russian mafia. Yeah, it's yeah. so there's like different types of like Armenian people. Like yeah. you find out from anybody that you talk to is Armenian. There's like Russian Armenians, there's Persian Armenians. It's different. Yeah. So like Russian Armenians, they tend to be a little more aggressive from mm. the ones that I've been around, right? And hardened. Yeah, and I had to figure, obviously, I mean, if you look up like 
just what happened to the Armenian people. It makes sense to why they're so hardened. All this stuff comes from like trauma. Like yeah. you, you Dude, massive genocide, massive genocide, the refugee situation that they have when they had to come here, they came with a lot of baggage. Yeah. So it makes sense. But if you don't know this stuff, it's very hard to deal with mm. because like my friend too, his name is Armin. He goes, listen, this podcast is brought to you by Babbel, my friends. What is Babbel, you ask? Well, let me tell you something. Learning a new language can feel intimidating, and this is where Babbel comes in. When I first decided to give Spanish a go, I got to tell you something. I was worried about the level of difficulty, the time, and the commitment, but Babbel made it so easy because it's the number one selling language learning app. Babbel teaches bite-sized language lessons for real-world use. Keyword here, my friends, real world use. I hate learning languages from different apps or different types of course studies when they don't teach you shit. They don't teach you how real people speak out there and you kind of get screwed over. Well, Babbel doesn't have that for you, my friends. Babbel, you could choose from 14 different languages, including Spanish, French, Italian, and German. And guess what, my friends? There are so many ways to learn with Babbel in addition to lessons you can access, podcasts, games, video stories, and even live classes. So right now, when you purchase a three-month Babbel subscription, you'll get an additional three months for free. That's six months for the price of three just go to babble.com and use promo code gb that's b-a-b-b-e-l.com code gb babble language for life i know why you're stressed out he goes but i'll tell you this you just gotta get used to it <laughs> they talk like old armenian men they talk to their fucking wives that way their daughters their sons their cousins they, that's just how they fucking are don't take it personally and once he said that it opened up my eyes i'm like oh they're not treating me like shit yeah. they're treating Everybody likes it. <laughs> so it's all fair game. It's actually very fucking equal. Yeah. Let me tell you how funny this shit is. So at the pl- the place I used to live in uh, Pasadena, my neighbor was Armenian. Yeah. This dude, I've never heard so many people fight so much every morning. <laughs> the man and the son would fight every fucking morning. And I was talking to a Mariel's friend about this. She goes, that's how it was in my household. Yeah. They would just fight every fucking morning because yeah. they're hyper expressive and very aggressive. The fucking conversations that they would have was hilarious. It would be in the morning. This this is one. This is here's one of them. Mary and I would wake up every morning because they would fight. Yeah. On on the on key on on point set at seven a.m. to eight a.m. Whatever. There you're a rooster. Your yeah. Alarm clock. <laughs> he goes, Dad. I'm gonna take the bike. Don't take the fucking bike. I want the bike there. <laughs> Why do you need the bike? I'm gonna take the bike. Just let me let me use it. You don't need the fucking bike. I tell you, I just told you, don't take the fucking bike. Don't take the fucking bike. He goes, <laughs> yeah. fine. I don't fucking want the bike. Fuck it. Moves out. Why don't you take the bike? <laughs> why, why, why don't you take the bike? Take the fucking bike. I don't want it. Did you take the bike? Did you not you talk to your father? <laughs> you don't fucking respect me. I, why do I have to respect you? Dude. <laughs> I am your father. And then the mom comes out. Stop fighting, please. <laughs> Dude. No fighting, please. Just go to work. No fighting. You see how he talks to me. I am his father. You don't fucking respect me. I make my I work hard to make sure that you guys get to retire and live a good life when you're old. You don't fucking make money. <laughs> Shit. Every fucking morning, dude. And then after that, 30 minutes later, they start playing ping pong. <laughs> good shot. Good shot. Your technique got so much better. Yeah. I'm like, yo, how do people fight like this every day? Let me tell you how fucking, if, if this was an example of toxic masculinity, let me just give you the funniest fucking story. Ever. Yeah. Me, Mariel, and Becky, who's outside right now, where I was making like Thai barbecue shit, right? And I get to hear them arguing. This time, new thing, they're arguing at night. <laughs> 
dad comes home from work. The garbage garbage can's a little heavy, right? <clears throat> Wife goes, can you please bring in the garbage can outside? You want you want me to bring in garbage can? <laughs> Are you serious? He goes, yes, it's heavy. I work. What if raccoon comes out and bites me? I get rabies. I die. Who's going to make money for the house? <laughs> wow. I can't do it. <laughs> that was his legitimate reason as to why he couldn't take out the trash. It's like, how can you ask me such a task? <laughs> he literally said, I cannot take out the trash because what if a raccoon bites me and I get rabies? It's like so many different factors to have to come in there. Like the chance to have a raccoon there and then a chance <laughs> to have a raccoon with the rabies and then the chance that they're going to bite you. Like, <laughs> I have never seen somebody lie through their teeth so hard in my life. Yeah. <laughs> he created the most ridiculous scenario. You want me to take out trash? What if eagle comes down, <laughs> takes my eyes? I am blind. I can't see. How can I write check to pay rent for house? <laughs> what, oh is what if snake comes up my pant leg, bites my penis? I Penis yeah. explode. How do I work for home? This is ridiculous. You are a bad wife. Oh my god! And she just goes, okay. <laughs> she tries, and I see her dragging out the fucking garbage, oh and it's so god. heavy. She's a tiny little Armenian woman. I cannot believe, and and it's so funny. I'm like, I'm telling this to like uh, Mariel's friend who's Armenian, and she's cracking up. She goes, "It sounds it's about so, right. Yeah. Sounds like my household. It's so normalized, right? That's yeah. the idea. Like, because even if have, have you had any like Simone friends growing up, mm-hmm. like." They fucking fist fight. <laughs> yes. It's crazy. And they're so good at it. Yeah. Like between family members, like mm-hmm. uh, one of my old pastors is so funny. He's a Samoan pastor at a Korean church. Love the guy. Um, but his testimonies were always off the fucking wall. <laughs> like the fights he would get with this. He used to be like a, a Samoan crip or, or I forget that. But he, anyways, a, an ex gangster. And like how he and his brother got in a fucking fist fight and then his brother tried to hit him with the hammer. So he literally like hit him in the head with a screwdriver, but his skull stopped it from going all the way. I'm like, and this is at the pulpit. He's telling the story. at the pulpit. It's not like we were off having dinner and told me this crazy story. This was part of his sermon. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. Dude, some of these pastors were so hilarious because yeah. it's like, do you know who you're talking to? None of us are gang members. Yeah, we're How not used to this? this. Yeah, I think the idea they're trying to p- portray is that God, can, if God can save me from <laughs> this, God can save you from whatever bullshit you're going through. <laughs> There'd be some like gangster pastors that would come through. It's like, yeah, when I was younger, I killed like seven people. <laughs> I raped 18 women. What? I was a hardened criminal. Don't be like me. And I'm like, <laughs> none of us are like you. Yeah. <laughs> you don't need to say any of this. Be quiet. You know, yeah. they're trying to scare us straight, but scare us straight from what? We all live in the suburbs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Even like within my own family, I was so disconnected from it. Because I told you, my mom would always give me the gang talk every year. Like, yeah. don't join again. I'm like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about, Oma. Yeah. Right. And then <laughs> a hilarious story I wanted to bring up. My mom told me about the time my dad got kidnapped. Straight up kidnapped. What? Yeah. He was in downtown LA in the, in the fashion district. Um. And she told me that some girl was hollering at him. And so he offered to give her a ride, right? Mm-hmm. She trapped him and uh, basically a, a, another gang kidnapped him and held him for ransom. And my Harabuji, my grandfather had to go get a wad of cash and, and bail him out. For what? What, what, what was the, 
why'd they kidnap him? For money, pretty much. Basically, that's all my, my mom kept giving me the gang talk because specifically my dad had a knife to his throat. His life was on the line. He was kidnapped. And then my Harabichi had to go get him out with a bunch of cash. Get the fuck. Did I tell you this, though? <laughs> Let me tell you something. This is why I, I always warn people about you are the people who are you around. So, yeah. Doesn't fucking matter if you're a good person. If you want to hang out with thug people who do thug shit, you're going to be caught up in shit that you don't know about. And I learned this very early on. Yeah. I got caught up in some shit where basically a bunch of dudes, they fucked up uh, this other gang member's car and shit like that. They fucked their shit up. And I just happened to be around there at the time. And then one of like the older youngs come up to me. is like, why do you have a hit on you? What? I'm like, what? Excuse me? <laughs> He's like, yeah, there's a hit on you right now. People don't fuck you up. I'm like, for what? Like, what did I do? <laughs> He's like, last night, you guys, you guys, you and the other boys, they, you guys fucked up these dudes' cars. I'm like, no, I was at the bowling jung. And I said, what's up? I didn't do anything. <laughs> the bowling jung? I was at the fucking bowling alley with the church. <laughs> yeah. And I was just there and I said, what's up? Oh, no. And then when I went inside, they fucked up this dude's car. And somehow word got around that I was kicking it with them. And like, yeah, there's a hit on you. I'm like, oh, man, <laughs> I was so fucking scared. And I'm like, just because I said, what's up? That's all it took. Yeah. And like, it's like, yo, you got to pay them. I'm like, I don't have money. It's so it's so normalized for this guy telling you what's <laughs> up. Yeah. Like, like the way like my mom's trying to tell me what happened like that. <laughs> I'm like, that's probably his normal. Like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. I'm like, yeah. I don't know. I was what? so scared. Yeah. And then he was like, okay, well, we're going to talk to them real quick. And then he, the older young talked to them. He's like, nah, he's not fucking with them. He was at a church. He's a church boy. And so yeah. they're like, okay, he's cool. <laughs> I'm like, but if he didn't do that, I would have just got my ass beat, shot, stabbed. And I wouldn't have even known why. And they're like, this is for the car. I'm like, what car? Yeah. <laughs> Don't you fucking dare my Honda Civic. <laughs> that Honda Civic costs hella money. <laughs> and I just remember thinking like, yo, this is not good. Yeah. I didn't do anything. And for that reason, I could have got my ass beat or even worse killed. Yeah. For what? What the fuck did I do? Yeah. Having a hit on you is very weird, especially how casual and nonchalant people are with it. It was like, hey, why is there a hit on you? <laughs> <laughs> he was just trying to protect you. He was just like. You better get your shit right. I know. I'm like, hey, nobody hits on me, dude. I'm not very wrong. <laughs> he goes, no, you idiot. Somebody's going to kill you. I'm like, for what? What, what? what did I do? <laughs> what did I do? What did I do? <laughs> yeah, what did I do? <laughs> I, I, just remember, I just remember the look that he was giving mm-hmm. me. He was confused. He goes, what do you mean? Yeah. It's like, yeah. It's you like were, everybody knows what you did. Yeah. It's like, what do you, I'm like, it's one of those moments like, in the, I'm like, what do you mean? What do you mean? Yeah. Yeah, what do you mean? It's like, no one's going to talk about it. I just remember <laughs> sweating my fucking ass off. Yeah. Because I'm not about that fucking life. Like, just because you hang, but once again, nobody gives a fuck what you, what you actually are. If you are yeah. associated with somebody, you are associated. Yeah. And that's it. My problem was I just grew up around these guys and that's all it took. Yeah. For me to say, what's up? And I, first of all, I still don't even know how these people know who I am. <laughs> maybe it was easy to point you out you know that big guy over there yeah, with the round head exactly like everyone's like oh yeah that's david so yeah, it's like why would you say this what yeah. is going on but everybody had a hit on them <clears throat> they squashed it somehow i didn't really get into the fucking details <clears throat> yeah i don't know how they squashed it whether it was with money or somebody had to apologize but fucking shit happens dude and you just never know edrick told a story too where he was at a at a at a pool pool spot 
you know, playing pool and he was swinging his stick back and forth oh, like no. this behind his back and he knocked this dude's like shit. Oh, shit. And then it was, he could have died that day just because he made one little fucking mistake. Yeah. So I'm saying like, I don't know the idea of like people wanting to hang around bad people or just like thugs. It's not fun. Yeah. I think because it, it, it either has to do with, um, you know, all the Power. parents that are like working and these are unmonitored children. Cause even if you are in your late teens, even if you're in your early twenties, I, I specifically look back looking at that life like, yeah, nobody was watching over us. So we could mm. do whatever the fuck we want. And if we wanted to do dumb, stupid, jackass shit, like we wanted to get into it because we were young and stupid. But I look back at the dumb shit I was getting into, like, dude, I had a, um, <laughs> I went on a joyride with my youngs, but they were only 15, 16 at the time. I was 12. <laughs> they got caught and I was in the back seat. And the cops pulled up with their guns drawn to us. And then they're looking in and like, let me get your IDs, IDs. Where's your ID to me? And I was like, I'm 12. I said, I said, exactly said that. I was like, I'm 12. <laughs> He's like, all right, just sit there. <laughs> One of my youngs got arrested. Then I look back. I see him sitting on the hood like, <laughs> He's like crying. crying, bawling his eyes out. I'm and like, you're like, oh, young. No, you're so uncool. <laughs> yeah, you kind of lose that. Oh, you're not as cool as I thought you were. Yeah, why are you crying so much? <laughs> yeah, but I think I, a lot of that getting into that risky fucking dumb bullshit was just being kids and trying to act like like you're a fucking man or something. This is what men do or something, but no. Nah, <laughs> it's just adolescent boys <laughs> thinking that that's some man shit to do. I hate that shit, man. Like, even now, like, if I'm in a situation where I feel like I ha- I can't be myself, I just choose not to do it. Mm. Like being around people who kind of remind me of the people that I grew up around. It doesn't. It's not that it bothers me. It gives me like PTSD. Mm. Like it just. I I feel like I'm not safe. You know. Right. And then I have to pretend to talk a certain way, act a certain way because I don't want to stick out like a sore thumb. Yeah. Like I won't do that in a safe area. But I shit you fucking not. You want, I like, I always talk, you know, everybody code switches. You see me code switch super hard when you see a bunch of criminals around me. Yeah. <laughs> like, cause I feel like they could smell the weakness off of me. You got to blend in. Yeah. And then, you know, when I do it, nobody questions it because it's just the shit, you know, you grew up in a bad area. You can yeah. really assimilate fast. But I hate it. It makes my skin crawl. It feels yeah. like I'm wearing a, a coat that doesn't fit. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, they'll be talking about like some thug shit's like yeah when people come through you know hey man you feel step up to me man you know shit's on like it's on site and i'm like yeah it's on site <laughs> in my mind i'm like oh my god they could smell it on me yeah. <laughs> they're gonna find out <laughs> they're gonna find out sag your pants a little lower yeah. <laughs> give me a cigarette i'll smoke yeah. a cigarette right now like coughing <laughs> 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 it's so uncomfortable oh my gosh shit that's probably why i fucking sp- picked up smoking in the first place too because i thought it was cool (laughs) yeah i mean why else would we yeah i don't think there's too many you know like 15 year olds smoking because of their high anxiety was the first time you had a cigarette oh probably like fifth grade just well that was because so funny i found a lit cigarette on the ground right in my apartment complex it was a full-ass cigarette lit at the tip and i picked it up and i was like oh shit and then for some reason, I took it to the playground at the complex and all my uh, neighborhood friends were there. They're like, what are you doing with it? Like, I found it. Should I smoke it? <laughs> you know? They're like, and they all said, yeah. yeah <laughs> I'm just picturing your dad in the top of his apartment. And he goes, hurry up and smoke it. 
that's mine. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that's when I first had a cigarette. I fucking coughed my lungs out. Then like it was again at like, I don't know, 13 at uh, my hug one. One of the other kids was a smoker and he was like, yeah, he was a fob too. He was like, yeah, pure. Uh, Make you a man. Right. That's so, funny. so I, well, right. He's like, no, no. When you, you smoke it, you got to inhale like all the way down to here. And he grabbed his balls and he goes, suck it from here. Then you're a man. <laughs> right. <laughs> so what I'm the like, fuck? all right. Is that before or after he put on his mascara? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> I fucking died. I couldn't take it. But then again, a few years later, I'm 15 and it's just like, oh, all my friends smoke, all my young smoke, everybody smokes. So I'm like, yeah, I'm one of the cool guys. I gotta better not cough and be a bitch in front of these people. Yeah. And He's then, like, you gotta, you know, from your gochu, yeah. you have to smoke a prom there yeah. and a breeze, like a super hard, like a dragon. Yeah. And then exhale. <laughs> it's pretty much like that. Yeah. Okay, hold on. I gotta, I gotta put on my lip gloss. <laughs> Got his lip gloss and shit. Yeah, how's my BB cream? (laughs) (laughs) That's the weird thing too. Like, it's so funny too. uh, Like back in the day when we grew up, is like that idea of like, hey, this will make you a man, but it's always painful shit. Like, why? Yeah, it's like, hey, I gotta sock you in the stomach like ten times. It'll make you a man. (laughs) Why? You know what also makes me a man? Puberty. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh God! Like the times my young had me drink an entire bottle of soju or like uh, my real first like um hard alcohol shot was 151 Damn. <laughs> my youngs who are freshmen in college and i'm like 14 15 and i'm visiting them in college town and they're they're all like now finally drinking on their own even though they're underage but the only thing they had me drink every weekend this was every weekend for my entire sophomore year of high school. That shit is fucking poison. Dude. Yeah. I was drinking 151, dude. It doesn't even taste good. It's just pure no, alcohol. It was just like, now you're a man. And just like, be like, uh, yeah, yep. Yeah. And we would just say shit that we didn't believe. Yeah. It's actually a lot smoother than I thought. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> we're dying. And then they go, yeah, that's what's up. Oh, dude, waste. They call me wasting. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that was my nickname back then. That's so fucking. Yeah, wasting fucking hard. It's like, it's like <laughs> This is terrible, Kai. Like, like I'm just, I, even like something small. Like when I first started, like trying to get into like food because I always loved cooking, but I didn't know about yeah. anything. The amount that I would bullshit about food makes me cringe, and it makes my fucking skin <laughs> crawl, dude. That I'm, I, I would like describe food as if I knew what it was, and I just did it. Like it, it just, yeah. I just started using words that I saw like on Food Network and like public television. I know the fuck I was talking about, <laughs> really. Yeah, you know I mean, oh my god, the meat here is so delectable with the 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 in the wine, the tannins playing off of the the grapes and the sweetness. I don't know what I was saying. I might have been the same way about cars back in the day. I'm still like that with cars. Yeah. I, shit. <laughs> I hate it because I, I remember I put up the post like, hey, I want to do stuff with my forerunner. Yeah. And people just started going like, hey, you should do this with this, this, this and that. I'm like, yep. <laughs> That's exactly what I'm going to do. I don't like, know what, what they're know, talking what the, about. What's a fender? Yeah. <laughs> like, hey, make sure you get this, you get this thing with that. And you got, when you add the, which, what, what, how many inches are you going to get the lift? I'm yeah. like, the one that's tight. Yeah. <laughs> 
you know, the best one. I was yeah. like, oh, because you wanted to have a good road feel. I'm like, that's exactly what I was going for. Yeah. Sometimes, yeah, especially when you're young, you have this need to have to lie to kick it. Oh, right. I hate that yeah, shit. And a lot of my youngs had a constant reminder me, stop lying to kick it. They're just be like, you're hanging out with us anyway, man. Don't try to impress us. <laughs> it's hard though, because you don't want to feel left out. Yeah. And when you're young, you're not comfortable in your skin. So mm. it's one of those things that if you don't break early on, people smell it on you so hard when you're older. Yeah. And those are the people that I fucking dislike. There's some people that I meet, they lie to kick it so much. And then they're like in their thirties. I hate it. It's like, damn, you're still doing this <clears throat> shit. Yeah. <laughs> like- <laughs> Just say, I don't know. Yeah. It's completely fucking okay. Like sometimes when I go to these restaurants and like, what did you think about the food? I'm like, I don't know. Like, <laughs> it tastes pretty good to me. Yeah. Like I, yeah. I, I feel that way, especially when, um, you know, like I, I'm indifferent about movies mm-hmm. sometimes too, where I, I'm not either. Okay. So like Dune, right? Did you see Dune yet? No, I don't plan to. So much hype behind it, you know? And- <clears throat> Call me like a motherfucker. What the Damn, fuck? What's going on? <laughs> I've had um, you know, because it started raining and all the sun shit. I I get something called post nasal drip like uh, when I sleep. So fucking snot or liquid is going into my throat all the right. time and it's making me cough like crazy. So this this past uh, couple of weeks, I thought I had COVID again. Oh shit! <clears throat> but then I was like, wait, I don't have any of the signs. I don't have a fever. I don't have any aches or whatever. I'm gonna get tested for COVID. Came out negative. Two different tests. Went to my primary care, see if I had the flu or the cold. None of that either. Hmm. So I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And it's just like shitty allergies. Dude, like, look at my eyes. They're pretty red, right? Every Everybody's fucked up right now. Yeah, like uh, people think like I've been smoking weed, but I haven't been smoking weed. <laughs> like, yeah, I thought I, I, thought I was sick and I just keep coughing. But yeah. it's that postnatal drip. Like as the snot goes into my fucking throat, it just tickles and it makes me cough. Yeah. Sorry, I forgot what I was talking about. Yeah, what, anyway. <laughs> what the fuck were we talking about? We're talking about lying to kick it. <laughs> well, that's <laughs> <laughs> that wraps up this episode. It's going off the rails <laughs> of the Jesus Brain Podcast. Every Thursdays and Sundays for the next month or so until we hit January. Then we're uh, down to once a week. Um, but enjoy it till then. Uh, once again, it's just because we got a lot of stuff going on. I got um. A store I'm opening up in Hawaii. I got, I got, I got, a, I got some weight to lose. I got, I got a bunch of shit I got to do. But um, you can find Ed at Ed Park VP Everything uh, Genius Space Thursdays and Sundays until January first, and then it's going to be once a week after that. And we will see you all next time. Peace. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home. It can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. 
Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.